Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble, with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Today, for play listeners, we are talking about the 4th of July, fireworks, bombs bursting in the air, bursting in other places as well, giving you some ideas on how to keep it hot on this hot summer holiday. Hello again, and welcome to Foreplay Radio Sex Therapy. I'm your host, certified sex therapist Lori Watson, author of Wanting Sex Again, and blogger at Psychology Today and WebMD. And I have with me Dr. Adam Matthews, my co-host, who's a couples therapist, psychotherapist, and president of NCAMFT. Foreplay is dedicated to helping couples keep it hot. Thanks for listening. Now on to today's topic. So, 4th of July, what are you doing? Fourth of July, I'm actually going to be in Paris. Oh my gosh! For the Fourth of July. Oh my gosh! I, you won't be City in America. Though. That's. But right. I think that is a huge fun thing. Yeah, it's it's uh it's gonna be fun. We're gonna be doing some fun things in Paris. And I'll so bet you there will be fireworks. We're going. I'm I'm sure I'm sure there will be. Um, yeah. Probably not for America, but right now, but. You know, yeah. maybe for some, maybe, <laughs> maybe, maybe for something else. But yeah. we're talking about today, wherever you are on the 4th of July, how you can create your own fireworks, if uh-huh. you will, even if there's none in the sky around you. Maybe there can be some in your bedroom. Yep. So, you know, I wanted to talk about a couple, uh, Alan and Beverly, and sort of how their 4th of July went bust. You know, they, I think Instead they, of boom. Instead of boom. Got it. They had thought, okay, this is Saturday. It was the, when they told me the story, the fourth was on the Saturday. This time it's on like a Thursday or something. Not as fun because we may not have Friday off. But uh, they thought, well, you know, we'll start the day off right with a little bit of sex. And their kids are outside with those cap bombs. You know, the rockets that that you throw them up in the air and they're weighted Mm -hmm. and there's a cap in them and then they smash. And, Mm -hmm. and of course, the neighbors are calling and angry and saying, you know, make your kids stop that. So they get up, no sex. They try to make breakfast, but his wife is all stressed out. Beverly's completely stressed out over all the neighbors coming over and she's got to get the house clean and she's yelling at him, you know, you got to get the yard done and what about the mosquito spray and there's just all this stuff going on and he's like, okay, sex is not going to happen this morning and so he goes out to mow the lawn and now he's in a bad mood. You know, she's like, why in the world did you think sex would happen? You know, this is the 4th of July. It's the morning of our annual party. Are you out of your mind? We don't have any time to waste. And so, but for her, you know, once the party starts and she's had a sangria or two, she's like, okay, why isn't he putting his arms around me and complimenting me on my hot little number, my little dress? Why is he across the room talking to Fred and Bob? Yeah. And he's like pissed off thinking, okay, she's rejected me, Mm -hmm. you know, doesn't want me. And she's now thinking he's rejecting me. And this is the way oftentimes it goes, right? This is the 4th of July. It's supposed to be a great fun day. And instead, 
And my um, guess is by the end of the night, they both had a little too much to drink. They both kind of built up some resentments toward each other. And then they're fighting. They're fighting the the and they're exhausted. Mm. And when he goes to put his arms around her during the fireworks, she thinks, don't touch me. I'm mm. too hot and sticky and I'm too mad at you. You didn't pay any attention to me all day long. You were just with your buddies and friends. And, ah, uh, okay, if this was your 4th of July, we feel for you, but we want to make it better. We want to help you make it truly hot. Absolutely. And exciting. So first of all, discuss whether or not sex can happen on the 4th of July. My vote is yes. I mean, <laughs> is your wait, wait, is your vote ever no? <laughs> your vote is never no. But I agree. It should let's vote yes. I came home yes. very late last night about 2:30 after my plane flight and my vote was no. So yeah, everyone's in a blue moon. Everyone's no. in a blue moon. But it's how many people would this save? I think that's such a great tip because so many people don't do that where they just talk ahead of time about what their expectations are Mm going to be, especially on a day where there's lots of plans and commitments that they're trying to Mm -hmm. make. Right. Yeah. So if it's, you know, if it's, if you get Friday off Mm. this year, uh, maybe Friday is the day you have sex and you put park the kids who are exhausted in front of the television or you go out for coffee or something and come back and take a little morning snoozy boozy and, do do the wild thing but yes. you know so maybe it doesn't happen on the day of the big party but but discussing it ahead of time yeah saves can her be, feelings can be great yeah yeah saves from rejection and so i think that two things are important for exciting sex and that's fantasy and seduction and fantasy is obviously something that we do on the inside and seduction is something that is outward focused right it's something that we do with our partner or for our partner mm-hmm. so you know, fantasy to me is a bridge. It's an internal bridge from one feeling state into another. Can you tell Can you tell me what you mean by feeling state, Lori? Yeah. So, I mean, one feeling state I have is I'm freaking busy running around for the neighbors and I'm exhausted. Right. Mm. Now, how do I bring that feeling state of preoccupation with my tasks mm-hmm. into a feeling state where I'm open, vulnerable to my partner and to making love. Well, I think fantasy is the bridge, Hmm. you know, and so how do I do that in the middle of my day? I mean, you know, actually when we're dating, we do it all the time. We do it all day long, right? When we're at a party, it's so exciting because he's there, Hmm. you know, the guy is there, the special guy is there and we can't stop thinking about it. And we imagine all kinds of things. And so we can actually do that consciously about our partner. We can Hmm. go, Oh man, you know, I can hardly wait. And we can prepare a little bit, which is both internally and maybe part of the seduction. You know, maybe you choose something you're going to wear that night or you choose how you're going to look that day to turn your partner on. You know, it's it's a combination, you know. So the one is, I would say, the fantasy might be changing from being absorbed in our family to putting a barrier around when you're going to go to bed that night. Okay, after fireworks are over, you know, the kids go to bed without a bath. Hmm. Everybody just jumps in bed and that's it. And mom and dad's door closes. Or, Oh, go ahead. I'm sorry. No, that's okay. I was just going to say, because fantasy is really the story you tell yourself about what's going to happen. Yes. And sharing that in in some way with your partner becomes important as well, right? It's a it's the narrative. Yeah. It's an it's an internal narrative, but it's also about what you imagine your partner is thinking. Mm. And so for women particularly, what they imagine their partner is thinking is a huge turn on. 
If they think he's thinking she's desirable and hot and sexy and, you know, all that, Mm -hmm. even if he isn't thinking that, if she just imagines that he's thinking that, and that's where we need to refocus on our partner's uh, more positive, sexy qualities. You yeah. know, I, I know my partner has a turn of the phrase that can be funny. Uh, I got to say, my husband is funny. Uh, he always says that's what saved our marriage, and I think I agree. <laughs> <laughs> that is what saved our marriage. Yeah, and with fantasy, <laughs> a fantasy can't buy itself, right? It's got to have seduction there as well. Yeah, and, and that- seduction, you know, is what? You know, sharing it with our partners. So maybe it's coming by and a quick pat on the butt, you know. If you like that kind of thing. If you <laughs> like that kind of thing. Uh, maybe it's, you know, asking your partner, God willing, you have 40 minutes for a nap. Mm-hmm. And, you know, you can put the kids down or uh, just take some time out before the party and get a little bit of rest and, you know, think about what might happen later on in that evening. Yeah. It it seems to me like, too, part of the seduction in this case might be that they're doing some of the work together for that Mm -hmm. party, that Mm -hmm. they're with each other, that where they can't, they both feel supported so that they can share those, share the fantasies that they're having with each other. Mm -hmm. Right. And that may be part of the seduction as well. Mm -hmm. um, Although, Adam, I got to say, I'm a bitch before a party. I just, (laughs) sorry, but I am, I am not... I am not wonderful to be around before the party. Once the party starts, right. then but I'm good. If your husband is not doing what you're asking him to do and helping out in a way that you think is appropriate, does it you get bitchier or you get less bitchy? No, I get bitchier, of course. Yeah, and that's what I, that's what I mean. And it's like even you could be that way around when you're party planning. Somebody could be high tension, but if there's if your partner's not supporting you, you're going to be way less likely to come to then reach out and share your, your mm-hmm. what you want in the mm-hmm. relationship and from the fantasy-wise with him. Exactly. So, I, I mean, I think some of seduction is admiring your partner, right, about what they do do right, the refocus. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of the ways technically I do refocus is I write a list down and we kind of cross it off as we go along or we initial, you know, I've done this, I've done that. And then so everybody's expectations are clear, um, mine and his are clear. But I think admiring, say, you know, he helps the kids with their bikes and before the big bike parade, and that was awesome. Or um, maybe if you say something in front of your family and friends about how great she is and how she pulled this thing together and how hard she's been working, that kind of sharing of your admiration is really sexy. And it's mm-hmm. something that people have a need, right? They have a need to be admired. Yeah, absolutely. And so meeting that need is helpful. Yeah, for sure. I would say also, how about flirting? I mean, a party is a perfect time to flirt a little bit, uh, compliment, maybe notice that your partner needs a drink or a chair or they've been on their feet all day or, you know, getting them that and really being chivalrous or attentive Mm-hmm. Um, that that can be really fun and sexy or maybe yeah. pulling them down on your lap and saying, you know, hey, baby, take a load off. Come yeah. sit with me. I, I think when we're talking about kind of the expectations, too, I, like I think couples, if they haven't ever had this conversation um, about what they like at a party, what they like, how they like to stay connected at a party, I think is really important. Party behavior. I've, I've had a lot of couples that have fought over how they feel like their partner was either ignoring them or um, 
or flirting with somebody flirting with somebody else, somebody else, oh, else yeah, or that, let's not do that on the fourth yeah like what's what what do you enjoy doing during a party and then go do that together like uh, attack the party together not mm-hmm. as two individuals but as a team going how do we how are we going to enjoy ourselves here mm-hmm. what are we going to do to stay connected throughout the party i think that's important as well yeah i think the biggest thing i hear is that the maybe socially more distant party feels anxious about the party Mm -hmm. maybe you didn't host it maybe you're just going to it and then when your extroverted partner goes off and starts talking to everybody and you're like okay i don't know these people i don't want to know these people and you left me alone all by myself all night Mm -hmm. that can be a downer so definitely a decision and a talk about that but i would say that in terms of seduction maybe think about you know how you're presenting yourself that day i mean it is hot Maybe showing a little cleavage, you know, that's the time for the the shorts that, you know, show off your backside, gentlemen, or, you know, something that um, pay attention to the way you look. This is not the day for scruffy shorts and the old T-shirt. It's like, go ahead and dress it up a little bit so that your partner knows you've put an effort into the way you're looking. I think that that that's awesome if you will do that for each other. So, you know, get out the fancy clothes. Get out the fancy clothes. Awesome. So we want to remind all of you that we are thankful for the way you've shared the podcast. We continue to grow. It is our greatest honor when you share with a friend the work that we're doing in trying to help people uh, reframe their sexual life in a way that is understandable and not so mysterious so that they can make positive changes and strengthen their marriages and their partnerships. And I think the last thing we'd like to say is both of us are doing intensives. Um, Our summer schedules are getting filled up. So if you would like to work with us, let us know and call our centers. You can find us at foreplayradiosextherapy.com. And if you like what we're doing and want to help support us, we'd love for you to rate and review us on iTunes and be super helpful for us. So thanks for listening. All right, we're talking about the 4th of July and how to have fireworks in the bedroom as well um, as fireworks in the sky. So we have some practical considerations, Lori, that you've talked about that I think are can be really helpful for people yes. um, as they're just thinking through. Um, we talked a few about those in the, in the first half, but there's some more that specifically relate to the 4th that could be really helpful for folks. So my husband on big holidays likes to save his calories for the evening, but that means he goes through the day grumpy. So I would say eat at regular times, maybe just a little bit less so that you're not hangry because hangry people do not get sex that night. That's right. You're not you're not yourself when you're hangry. <laughs> you're not yourself. I would also say maybe plan to include some rest in that busy day, like block out just even if it's 20 minutes to sit on the couch together, just plan a minute to yourself. Yeah, and that's – I think that most people in our day in this in this time, like there's, we're so rushed on holidays. Holidays also are supposed to be about rest. That's the reason that we take them. Yeah. So if you're not getting any rest, you're missing an important part of that holiday that also is going to help keep you connected to each other. I know. I'm so excited my neighbor's throwing the party this year. There so you go. I just get to go attend. There's going to be – Food trucks, a bonfire. It's going to be so cool. Ooh, the wow. whole neighborhood's coming. That's All awesome. my friends. It'll be really great. That sounds like a good fourth. Did I mention yeah. that I'm going to be in Paris on the 4th of July? <laughs> a little bit. <laughs> Rub it in. Okay. So wear something underneath your clothes that makes you feel sexy. Hanky-panky G-strings actually are the one G-string that doesn't hurt. 
You might want to try that, or you might want to wear nothing under that sundress and just be careful when you sit down and cross your legs. (laughs) (laughs) And whisper to him at some point, you know, uh, there's nothing underneath here. That could be very sexy. Mm. So also other things that you can do, set the mood before you leave the bedroom. Um, Having candles ready to light, uh, making sure it's clean. Nobody really wants to have sex in a dirty bedroom. Uh -uh. Um, Lay out the lingerie to remind yourself. Um, Better yet, pick it out together. Just build it around that whatever the fantasy is. Build it into the room before you leave. Keep the door shut if you're hosting the party. You know, lock the door so <laughs> others can't get in and see what's going on in here. Um, that might be embarrassing yeah, for you. Right. Um, but um, setting that mood before you leave, again, that's just laying out that fantasy right about what's going to happen later on mm-hmm. and you both being on the same page about that. So I think this is also the night to have some fun. Um, I recommend a flavored lubricant for Mm, oral sex. Nice. That can be really great. Yes. Um, You know, a a blowjob on the 4th of July is (laughs) is uh, excellent. It's it's a must. It's a must. (laughs) All that uh, spurting and bombs bursting and all that (laughs) stuff, right? (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Yes. I don't know how I feel about the word spurting um, (laughs) that you just threw out there, but I'll go go with bursting in (laughs) midair. How about that? Okay. That could be really great. (laughs) That would be great. All right. And um, be ready for uh, with a warm response when the party starts and everybody's mood improves right exactly I, I think that's that's the key when you're talking about that bridge going from one to the other of when the party starts like that's the time to be in a good mood right if right. you're if you're you know have if you're really tense getting ready for the party like just br- remind yourself to shift yeah. and kind of relax when the party starts yeah. so I'm, and share that I'm with the, each other I'm the bitch when we are getting ready for a party my husband is the grouch. Uh, you know, that's pejorative, right? It's like there's no real good word for for him. He's the bitch when we're getting ready to travel. Okay. Like, oh, my gosh, he's so cranky. And I, I literally told myself on our last trip, you know, okay, oh, that's right. You're doing your before the travel thing. And I said, I'm just going to forgive you right now because I know as soon as we get in the car, it's going to be better. I did. I said that to him. I said, oh, yeah, that's right. And I will say that I have improved over time. Christmas is not as bad as it used to be. You know, I don't alienate everybody. Uh, And the 4th of July actually is, you know, is funner for me. Christmas is more pressure. So forgive yourself. Have the warm response. Get ready for that to reconnect. And that is a way to share the seduction. Okay. I I love this one, too, of when if you're throwing the party, when your guests start to arrive and they ask, how can I help? Have stuff for them to do. Don't just say nothing. You know, give them something that they can do, just to, even if it takes one of those to-do list items off of your plate. Um, then there's just more stress-free, people are wanting to help, and everybody's having a good time yeah. helping make that party happen. And, you know, my mother taught me this. She said that when people are coming to a party, they're often anxious and making them busy and giving them something to do allows them to relax Yeah, uh, because they don't have to necessarily mingle yet, but they get to be in action and participating in a way that is helpful. Mm. Um, so it's actually a favor. Don't think that you have to have everything ready, w- which would be impossible in my life to have everything ready before everybody gets there. I just mm. 
I don't do that at a party. You know, there's always six things that need to be still done. Move the chairs, bring up the table, yeah. cut the lettuce. Because if you're playing, if you're playing host, or, if you're playing host or hostess, and you're busy the whole night doing everything, you're not going to have anything left at the end of the night, right? right. Your energy is going to be lower. Um, you're not going to be as likely to, you're just going to want to fall into bed mm -hmm. um, rather than actually light those candles and mm -hmm. put on that lingerie that you've already laid out to be uh, sexy with each other. So yeah. that's, that's going to be, it's going to be hard if you spent all your energy throwing a party. Yeah, exactly. And, you know, I think sometimes you need maybe a, a way to inject some eroticism into your own mind. Uh, if you're, busy, menopausal, six children, two jobs, whatever. So I say, you know, how do you do that? Is it you plan to watch a sexy movie together that evening after everybody goes home? Or you spend some of your downtime that weekend reading an erotic book that's exciting so that your mind is just kind of geared that way? Mm -hmm. I mean, sometimes we need to focus and we need some way to think about it and inject that into our ordinary life. So be intentional yeah. about that. Absolutely. And I think that the more you have had those discussions about whether you, I, I think some people, like you were saying before, some people just hate parties, mm -hmm. right? And and so um, you have to be okay with that. If, if, if one of you hates parties and one of you likes giving parties and you find yourself at odds about that, there is a way to compromise in the middle of that. Um, and that part of it is accepting that, okay, you don't like parties. I do. It's okay that you don't like them. You don't have to act exactly like I am acting. Um, you don't have to do exactly what I'm doing at a party for us to be on the same page. Mm -hmm. Do you um, like parties? I like parties with people that I know. If there's mm. a if there's a room full of people that I don't know, or if more, over half of the people I don't know, um, then I start to feel really uncomfortable and I become a wallflower. I, I just know. Wanna, I just you I'm know I'm inviting you to my birthday party this year. I do know. I do know. It's on be my calendar. Like, like sixty people that yeah, you so don't know. That I'm just telling you. Like don't but expect I'm, don't I'm expect inviting... me to be the life of the of that party, dude. Dude. I'm the life of parties where I know everyone and I feel super comfortable. And maybe you've had enough wine. Um, it would it would depend it would depend <laughs> on on whether it is, whether that's okay whether yeah. I feel like everybody's judging me or not. You know, yeah. <laughs> as long as I don't know. Do you have other are your other friends um, non judgmental friends? They are old. Are they chill? Friends. They are old friends, Adam. You're okay. going to be the youngest person in the room, and they will not judge you. Okay. They well, are going to be just, having well, the time they, of their life. They go to bed by like four thirty, five o'clock. <laughs> <laughs> no, happen. hell no. <laughs> <laughs> no, we're going to stay up and party all night, but we will. Okay. Well, we, so last tip oh, of the day yeah. is wink at your partner. Somewhere, somehow during the 4th of July, find a way to look at your partner across the room, give them that sexy grin and that wink, and hopefully follow through with that that evening. Absolutely. So may your 4th of July be filled with lots of fireworks, lots of sex, mm -hmm. lots of explosions, um, <laughs> lots, lots of things going off. So we wish you well. Happy 4th, everybody. You can now call in your questions to the 4Play question voicemail. Dial 833-MY-4PLAY. That's 833-THE-NUMBER-4-PLAY. And we'll use the questions for our mailbag episodes. Hey, help us stay on top here at 4Play. We'd love it if you would subscribe and share it with your friends. And please take one sec and rate and review us. Thanks so much. 
All content is for entertainment purposes only and should not be considered as a substitute for therapy by a licensed clinician or as medical advice from a doctor. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.